Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Smitty, I don't understand. How are you doing the week one waiver wire show on July 4th? You let me worry about that, Bob. The fantasy football show week one early waiver wire edition begins right now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty Take a lap. okay so nobody does waiver wire like your boy smitty nobody because i use a ranking scale where we take the player and we plot them on the chart as to the percentage chance of being the number one ad of the year that's how we roll and i realize we're not at the doorstep of week one but look at this series the preemptive week one waiver wire series as a way to prevent you from not drafting certain players and having to come in after week one and doing a full load drop on the player initiate full load drop nobody likes dropping their entire fab on a player they should have drafted that's what these preemptive week one waiver wire shows will be about but this is the format you're going to get all the way into week one let's dig into who are the top ads preemptively heading into week one the fantasy football show waiver wire edition bold edition let's ride so here we are back talking about tank dell and you might say to yourself if you're in my community watching my videos all the time smitty how are we talking about tank dell we're all drafting him but the truth is on underdog fantasy promo code smitty the guy's not getting drafted until the final round or if you aren't there to scoop him up he's not getting drafted he's oftentimes when you're on the clock in round 17 in round 17 in round 18 he's often five six seven ten wide receivers down so in your grandma league i can almost assure you nobody knows he's coming and people that, that know he's coming half of them think he's too small he's too small smitty he's gonna get manhandled tank dell could be a top three wide receiver in this rookie class i've already put out tons of content on that you can definitely search a lot of that but tank dell nathaniel dell has the advantage of climbing into the number one wide receiver role in houston right away because he's got the rapport with stroud stroud said to the team when he was drafted go get tank dell they said yes sir they drafted tank dell because stroud said go get him these guys bonded at the combine tank Dell and Stroud were attached at the hip and the rapport is unmatched and and I think that's going to lead into a lot of playing time for him early on and his skill set his quick feet his ability to to beat people at the line of scrimmage I don't care how small he is full transparency he's 5'8 165 pounds at the combine that's a small guy I, I get it but when you watch him on film you won't feel that he's this size you will see a guy that feels very Antonio Brown very Tyreek Hill. You'll see a guy that has unbelievably quick feet, unbelievable ability to navigate very small spaces, kind of like you put him in a phone booth and you can't guard him. You can't guard him in a phone booth. I'm telling you right now, he dominated the college level. Oh, Smitty, I would have heard about this. Well, you weren't paying attention because it's very, very apparent. How obvious, Smitty? Let's just take a look at the numbers. If you've been sleeping under a rock, for the last couple weeks and not watching my my channel or the last couple months really nathaniel dell was one reception away from the triple crown in college football 2022 he was number one in yards 
He was number one in touchdowns, and he was one reception away from tying Charlie Jones, who we're going to talk about in a second, four receptions. He had 109. Jones had 110. This guy dominated college football. He was unguardable at the college level. But Smitty, it's college, and, and Smitty, the competition. We heard the same thing about Christian Watson, who was 6'4", ran a 4'3'8". The measurables, the eye test, it was all there. Small school, be damned. And the same thing's going to be said about this kid once all is said and done. So I, I'm here to tell you that he is the top waiver wire pickup as of this moment heading into week one based on the drafts that I've done, based on where he's getting drafted in best ball, given that in some dynasty leagues, he's not getting taken. And I know if you're in a really, really deep shark league, especially if you watch my content, he's now gone. There are plenty of rookie drafts that only go two or three rounds. He's available in some dynasty leagues that have very small benches. Tank Dell is my early favorite to be a top three wide receiver and blow the minds of a lot of people that, that pass on him thinking that all these other consensus top four rookie wide receivers are a lock to remain in the top four. Tank Dell's got something to say about it and he's quietly my favorite like wide receiver four or five in teams where I'm building very light at wide receiver because of my faith in Tank Dell. Now you can't just put all your faith in Tank Dell. A lot of things can happen for a rookie. They can get off to a slow start. They can get injured. So don't ride your season on it but as a wide receiver four or five he's very very uh, appealing. Couple him with the Curtis Samuel. Maybe you've got Dotson in your top three wide when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply receivers right your number two wide receiver you draft curtis samuel to kind of cuff to that you get tank dell you could have worse wide receiver four or fives than curtis samuel and tank dell behind let's say a jamar chase a Jahan Dotson and a George Pickens, and then you got Tank Dell and Curtis Samuel behind that. So going over to the meter, because this is our top ad of the week, let's go ahead and take a gander and decide where we're going to plot him on this rating system. Remember that a 10 means that the percentage chance of being the number one ad of the year is pretty damn high, and number one is we're not even picking him up. But Tank Dell, early, early indications of being the top pickup of the year, especially right now preemptive style. I'm going to give him a pretty decent 7 out of 10, which is pretty good for our preemptive early number one week one waiver wire show that we've ever done for 2023. That's a pretty big score for a guy that has never taken an NFL snap. We don't even know what his role is going to be in week one, but Tank Dell to me is the, the top pickup of the week, and we'll see what happens as we walk into week one. <laughs> Sticking with wide receiver, I'm going to say Charlie Jones is is a similar player in that this guy needs to be grabbed right now if he's available in dynasty formats. In redraft formats, you could potentially wait and see. You don't know what his role is going to be. He's potentially the number four wide receiver on the Bengals roster right now, so there is some time to react and scoop him up if something happens to one of the wide receivers in, in, in Cincy, but, but you do run the risk of if you don't hold him at the very, very tail end of your, your bench and roster that if let's say Boyd went down tomorrow, he'd be scooped up immediately. So preemptively, if your roster can afford it, if you have big, deep benches, then in redraft, I'd even take him. In dynasty, you should grab him no matter what. So if I was to say the odds of him becoming the best pickup of the year from a scale of 10 down to 1, 10 being 
probably the best pickup of the year. I'm gonna go ahead and give him a, I'm gonna give him a five for right now. I wanna be conservative with this process. I don't wanna use a, an eight, a nine, or 10, unless my gut is telling me that we're going to absolutely crush everybody with this ad. And I almost guarantee you that at least once or twice during the season, we will punch a 10. But we wanna make sure we're very uh, cautious with throwing around nine and tens on this show even if i like a guy until we know until we feel that that gut feeling that this is gonna win leagues people we're gonna we're gonna pump the brakes on being overly optimistic on throwing some of these numbers out i could almost even go you know six it's a good rating for a guy that literally may not touch the ball right away but if he gets into that lineup if t higgins gets hurt if boyd gets hurt this could be the guy they're trying out for that number two role eventually because there's no guarantee t higgins is going to stay in 2024 and beyond if higgins has a great year he's going to want top five top six wide receiver money the Bengals are going to kick the tires on charlie jones in preparation for that worst case scenario of course the Bengals want to bring back t higgins but they may not be able to so watch this kid but smitty how do you say this kid's gonna be good i've never even heard of him well going back to the stats from last year bob from 2022 college football remember the guy i said finished number one in receptions charlie jones one reception over nathaniel dell yeah that's the same charlie jones pal not only did charlie jones finish number one in receptions he was number two in the nation in yardage behind only tank dell and he was number five in touchdowns with 12 why is nobody talking about charlie jones why is nobody talking about tank dell i don't know but i'm here for you and i'm here to tell you charlie jones is arguably my second best player to grab right now at least a wide receiver but probably overall i'll try to give you an assessment as we go as to which player might rank number one which player might rank number two across all positions but right now it's looking like tank dell and charlie jones are the top one and two pickups right now preemptively for week one especially in dynasty we might roll through a lot of these other guys quicker Tim Patrick is a great player to pick up right now. We're hearing a lot of rumors. I'm sure you've heard him by now that he is the best wide receiver in the wide receiver room, according to the coaching staff right now at this point during the offseason. So we should be grabbing him if he's available. Terrence Marshall, we're kind of hearing similar things. Him and Mingo are kind of neck and neck as to who's going to be the number one wide receiver there in Carolina. But I, I love grabbing him in this territory of player end of your draft round 16 round 17 round 18 rather than scrambling after week one to grab him if he has like an 80 yard and a touchdown performance you can grab him now josh downs could take some time so you could be more patient with him i don't think he blows up in week one but he's someone to monitor as anthony richardson if he even starts week one gets going and the same thing with jalen hyatt he's more of a patient play because there's a good chance he doesn't even like do much in week one they've got a very deep not very very deep in terms of like having a lot of number one or number high and number two wide receivers but a very deep mediocre to good wide receiver room so it could take hyatt a, a bit of time to climb above the slaytons and, and hodgins and guys that uh i think are, are pretty securely in their roles right now but hyatt's got more talent and so eventually i think he takes over but a patient play same thing here patient play with justin ross but mahomes apparently trusts him we've loved ross if ross didn't have the 
the spine issue, and then the foot issue last year. He would have been one of the hotter prospects coming out his rookie year, but he got devastated with that injury, that, that spine fusion, but he apparently won't be hampered by it. We just don't know if he can get back on his horse and get back into dominance because this guy could have been one of the best rookies from his class. Everybody loved him coming out of college until that situation happened. But monitor Justin Ross because if, if let's say Tony gets hurt or things don't work out with Rice, he could quickly climb up or he could be cut. Michael Wilson could take some time in Arizona, but I really do like him. If there's a hiding A.J. Brown somewhere in the 2023 rookie wide receiver class, if there's some kind of A.J. Brown hiding and waiting and will eventually become a top 10 wide receiver, I do believe that Mingo and Michael Wilson fit that mold and there's no guarantees, but Michael Wilson, let's say he gets Caleb Williams next year. If the Cardinals tank, they get the number one overall pick and they could get the number one and number two overall pick. The Cardinals have two top 10 potential picks in the 2023 NFL draft. So they could get Marvin Harrison Jr. But let's say they don't. Let's say they get Caleb Williams. They draft like an offensive lineman. And then Michael Wilson's set up to maybe become the number one. In Arizona, if Caleb Williams is throwing there, that's a that's an asset right there. So you need to grab him in Dynasty. Redraft, patient. Same thing here. Jaden Reed could take him some time. He's got two wide receivers guaranteed to be in front of him. But good upside, patient game there. Tyler Scott, same thing. I don't know that anything's going to happen in week one, week two. I would say a majority of these guys from Josh Downs down would be more. You wait until you hear a little bit more, but you stay on your toes and you monitor those guys. At the running back position, this guy could win you a league if Mixon gets cut. Mixon has to take a pay cut. They will not keep him. I repeat, for anybody out there that says, I got Mixon, he's going to be fine. He's not going to be fine unless he takes a pay cut. If he takes a big pay cut, they may keep him. But even if they do, Chase Brown's season could be eventually unfolding. And I hate to say that to people that have Mixon, but Mixon's getting overdrafted like crazy. It's take a lap season. If you're drafting Mixon as high as some of you are, Chase Brown is a much better player, at least at this point in Mixon's career. And if Mixon gets cut, you do got to worry about Dalvin Cook. We'll monitor what since he does if they pick anybody up like a Fournette or a Zeke or a Dalvin Cook. But if they don't, Chase Brown to the moon. There could be no player that climbs more ADP value than Chase Brown if Mixon gets cut. We'll see this guy skyrocket just handfuls of rounds. He could climb into round like five, six, seven from what is right now probably well into double digit territory in fact we got to plot chase brown on the scale because honestly he could be one of the better pickups of the year i'm not going to hit a very high number here because a lot is to happen but he's certainly in that like waiting territory i would say this this purple area is almost the waiting room to be on the map and, and six and seven would be they're getting to the point where guys get get excited this could be one of the better pickups of the year once you get into this green zone 10 9 8 it's go time but but chase brown is in he's in loading zone he's loading right now he's in the waiting room so top pickup running back of the year right there i'm gonna say Dwayne mcbride is maybe a patient play maybe not a must grab right now or a must draft in in redraft but in dynasty you've got to grab him this guy's got metrics to the roof he's got a fumbling problem there's a lot of pros and cons ty chandler's there madison's not going away easily and i like madison a lot but this is a very very high upside guy if you had to cuff madison to ty chandler or mcbride and i get that question a lot 
lot. If I'm thinking immediate, I go Ty Chandler because he probably will open as the backup. But if I'm thinking long term, like week eight, week 10, when you probably would need him if Madison went down, I think McBride's the better long play. Deuce Vaughn, I, look, I, for some reason, I feel like he's going to be relevant. I don't know if it's the story about his dad calling him up and saying, son, you want to come to work with me? I actually called him too. I don't know if you guys know this, but on draft day, after his dad called him, I called him. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going good. This is Smitty. My phone wasn't working. Looky here, man. You want to come to work with me on Sundays? I wouldn't mind that at all. I feel like we're going to hear this story over and over and over. And at some point, I'm not saying that Tony Pollard is going to falter. I love Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, top five to 10 running back in 2023. But I have a feeling, you know, through some big spot duty, break off, long touchdown runs, we're just going to hear about this kid. And I'm really excited about owning him in fantasy 2023 and especially redraft. I think he doesn't have a long career ahead of him as a starter or anything, but he has that previous Alexander Madison value. Not the one we hope Madison has this year where he could be a full-time guy, but the one where you draft him, you hope you get four or five starts out of him, and he just explodes for a, a small window of time. He's literally the shortest guy in the NFL, 5'5", but he's so fun to watch. And if he gets a little crack in that offensive line, he's gone. No one can even see him. And he's just going to be one of the most fun players to watch in the entire NFL. Mark my words, he will be one of the most fun players to watch on Sundays. And for four or five games, he could do really, really well. Uh, Keontae Ingram, I, I like a lot because I don't trust James Connor to stay healthy. And so you'll want to look into him in Dynasty especially, but he's got a lot of upside. And if Caleb Williams ends up in Arizona, then Dynasty wise, he's got even more upside. But in redraft, I like him as a very, very late in a deep league uh, type of grab. Jelani Woods at tight end. I feel like he should be getting drafted. He's six foot six, six foot seven. Big target. He's got a huge quarterback throwing to him. They're going to be the only guys like two big palm trees above everybody else. The only two guys looking at each other. And he's just going to throw it. Anthony Richardson to this guy, Jelani Woods. He's going to catch it with one hand. I think there's a good chance for like a six, seven touchdown season out of Jelani. And I think he should be getting drafted as a backup tight end in fantasy football. Darnell Washington. You guys know how much I loved him walking into the NFL draft. Six foot seven monster. He did get drafted into a situation that I feel like could curb his upside, but at the same time, he could still grab five, six, seven touchdowns, even in his role being a backup to Pat Fryermuth. Dynasty owners should make sure they grab him, and if Pat Fryermuth gets hurt, he could be a guy we're talking about as one of the top pickups of the year, at tight end at least, so preemptively do what you can to not be in position to have to throw a bunch of fab on him later, but you can't really grab him in smaller leagues. Ferguson, Jake Ferguson, he, he looks good. A lot of good raving reviews coming out of Dallas. He could be the replacement there for Dalton Schultz. And I, I think there's a lot of upside. Luke Musgrave, eventually, he's a big body. Eventually, like Jaden Reed, you play the patient game with him or you monitor him and grab him at just the right time. Could be a pretty decent tight end. Rookie tight ends don't evolve very quickly, but like Laporta, like Kincaid, Luke Musgrave is also in a position where a lot of volume is going to get thrown his way in an unusual way for a rookie tight end, so he could have better production. Stetson Bennett, let me just say this. I, I don't know that you're going to need him in redraft. You'll want to monitor the situation if you're in a very big redraft league, 14 teams, 16 teams, you'll want to grab him because I think he starts games. I like Stetson Bennett. I predict Stetson Bennett, this is more for Dynasty, I predict Stetson Bennett takes over the job at some point, whether it's due to injury, whatever, and looks like the clear future. The buzz you kind of feel with Brock Purdy, at least Niner fans feel it, a lot of other people do, a lot of other people don't. I believe the same feeling people have about Brock 
Brock Purdy right now, people are going to have about Stetson Bennett walking into 2024. But again, it's more of a, a, a dynasty play. Redraft if you're in a big league. Bailey Zappi is going to start some games. I wouldn't be shocked if he starts half a season. So I, I guess these are super flex plays as well. Stetson Bennett is super flex. You need somebody, grab him. Even a redraft because you never know when Stetson's going to step up and that would be a great player for you to have for super flex redraft. Zappi, same thing. Clayton Toon, more of a patient play because you don't even know if he's ever going to play a snap. But he's in Arizona. I think maybe they give him a look at some point, and he might be a little bit of a surprise. So this is super flex or more so dynasty. Mike White could be redraft or dynasty. I think at some point, unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong, Tua goes down. I don't think Tua's going to stave off concussions, and I hate to say it, I hope I'm wrong. But Mike White starting some games in 2023, in my opinion. And in redraft, it depends on how big your league is. You might not need him at all in a 1QB, 12-team league. But 14 or 16 team, one QB, you might. Superflex, definitely a great stash, just like Bailey Zappi, just like Stetson Bennett. Not a lot at quarterback right now to grab and win a league with from a redraft perspective. So a lot of these are dynasty or superflex takes. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the week one preemptive style ad drop video here by your boy, Smitty, the Fantasy Football Show. Get on over to Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty and get your draft on and start drafting with me. They've got the weekly winners contest out where you draft a team once and then you walk into the entire season with a weekly prize standalone. There's no end of season prize. It's whose team wins week one, whose team wins week two, whose team wins independently week three and so on. It's like 17 individual leagues in a way where you get a shot to win 20K, 10K, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, all the way down to 1,000K every week. There's a, a crowned winner. The prize pool's the same each individual week. No week relates to the other. It's a fantastic way to play. Go to Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. The link is in the description of every video. It'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. Click that link or use code Smitty and go draft. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. <laughs>